coffee. I'm going to smoke some herb. We're going to talk about cannabis. We're going to talk about life. We're going to talk about music. We're going to talk about love. We're going to talk about shoes. We're going to talk about stretching. And we're going to talk about coffee, motherfucker. Um, I popped the can. I wish I didn't. I just popped this can. Today I have a, uh, it's a small can and it's the blue bottle. Blue bottle is like, there's a few of them. I think it started in San Francisco, um, but there's a few coffee shops, but it's a little bit more expensive, but man, their beans are so good, and the coffee is so good. So it's like a little bit higher end than a Starbucks. Uh, This is a can, a half of a can. It cost me $4, but this is Blue Bottle Bright cold brew coffee, and this is like... It's their cold brew, but they kind of do, let's see, they kind of do it like New Orleans. So I got some blue bottle coffee here. I just poured it into a tumbler of ice. I had a little bit of cream. Uh, I'm using 0% milk. Um, See, they got the blue bottle cold, cold brew collection. Everybody's brewing their own cold brew. The word is out. I, I'm getting a lot, a lot of downloads on this podcast. So, man, I really think just society's going towards coffee and herb than um, alcohol and cigarettes. That's, but I, I don't know. People are rocking those jewels like a motherfucker, man. I, I don't fuck with the jewels. I'm done with uh, with tobacco. I mean, I, I did smoke tobacco a few times uh, over the years, and I got into it for a while. I used to dip when I was young in Virginia. That was like, that was as normal as, as playing, uh, soft, uh, playing basketball. But let's see here. Let's see. Boom, boom, boom. Shops. Yeah, they're around. They, they're in the Bay Area, Los Angeles, San Diego, Boston, New York, Washington, Tokyo, Kyoto, Kobe, and Seoul, Korea. So they're fucking with some coffee over here. Okay, blue bottle coffee. That's what I'm looking for. Whole bean coffee. Nope. Coffee essentials. Do you think that's what it's under? Maybe it's under just coffee. But, um, yeah, this stuff, it's really good. Oh, they got a, yeah, you can bring this stuff. Okay, New Orleans style ice kit. That's what I think I have right now. Let's see. Single origin. Oh, you can get your beans from one place. Because I think a lot of people like do their mixed beans all over the place. Let's see here. Columbia. Whoa. Man, they got some good stuff here. 
a $17 preparation. New Orleans style sweet cream. I think that's what I got. We love our... Okay. No, I don't know if I got that. I got a small can of it. And it's called Bright. It's called Bright. Blue bottle coffee. Um, <laughs> sorry if I'm just rambling on here for four minutes about... And doing a Google. But I went and got it. I mean, I already had my own iced coffee French press. But then I was running low. And it's the afternoon. And I got some serious herb. I got Kush. I got... Uh, I forget what Kush it is. But it's a really heady, heady, heady coffee. I'm a little... I wish I had a little bit of CBD to rock with it, but uh, let's see, bright, bright cold, perfectly ground for cold brew. I guess that's what it is. It is a radiant fruit forward, bright cold brew. It blends coffees from Ethiopia and Ghana that shine in a prolonged Extraction of the crawled brute. Man, they just put some coffee beans overnight. I know how to do this, but I, let's see. Let's see how good this bright is. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That is a good <laughs> blue bottle. You are good. Wow. It's got... I don't know. There's certain... You can tell when you get better coffee, like blue bottle or stump down. There's like... I don't know, it has an earthy kick, and then it has like a glossy sheen to it, to the taste. Um, I think I just poured the most perfect tumbler. It's an iced tumbler of coffee. Ice, and then I have a ha half a can of this blue bottle coffee, bright, cold brew. Um, a lot of times when you have cold brew, you can mix it with water. I don't have any water here. But yeah, this is a shout out to blue bottle. And if you ever get a, if you're ever jonesing for a perfect glass of iced coffee, man, this is it. Um, but I thought I got, this is the New Orleans one. I thought I grabbed the New Orleans one. But, uh, Blue Bottle, here's your story. Uh, the tale is like this. In the 1600s, the Turkish army swept across the eastern and central Europe, arriving in Vienna. Besieged and de desperate, the Viennas needed... Okay, on, okay. on September 13th... I don't even know. Central Europe bought coffee and opened the first... What? Okay, in the early 2000s in Oakland, I think that's, they have a story about how coffee, <laughs> the first coffee shop was ever, uh, but the Blue Bottle, really? And so, what? Have they been doing this for that long? Maybe in Vienna, I guess it's Vienna Coffee. In the early 2000s in Oakland, California, a slightly a disaffected freelance musician and coffee lunatic, weary of commercial coffee enterprises and stale, overly roasted beans, decided to open a roaster for people who are clamming for the taste of fresh coffee. Using a minuscule six-pound batch roaster, he historically vowed, I will sell coffee less than 48 hours out of the roaster to my guests. 
so that they can enjoy coffee at its peak flavor. I will only use the finest, most delicious, responsibly sourced beans. Okay, this is the dude that some Oakland freaking warehouse started this shit, man. They could have easily... Okay, but I think you can send out... Oh, yeah. You can send out for for uh, this coffee. Check out Blue Bottle. It's good coffee. It's a little high-end. It's a little Whole Foodsy at this point. Um, but I guess it started from this one cat in Oakland in a warehouse in the early 2000s. I was there. I was around there. And I did go... To, Oakland was a wild, uh, there was some, I went to a huge, like, warehouse, I remember there, and a huge warehouse party, really early on, and I just remember the spot, my friend has a loft over in Williamsburg, and he got it in 97, I bet you this was about the same time, but I remember, we had, like, a bonfire up on the roof, it was insane, I think they had this, like, huge fire pit, but I remember looking over, like, it felt like no man's land. It was really, welcome everybody to the wild, wild west where, you know, it was, uh, it felt a little, it felt like you were, California's big like that. Like, it's big and it's wide open and it's newer and it's more nature, but then there's a lot of people and a lot of resources. It's a lot of, like, beautiful mountains next to the ocean. I mean, it's... California definitely has some of the best of the best. And this is that Kush that came to Humboldt. But it started in Florida. But I have to say that I think I tried some really early Kush. Because if anything gives me kind of panicky, <laughs> it's this stuff. So hopefully we'll get through this podcast together. Um, and I'll try to zen it out. And uh, Because it's really heady. But I will say that I uh, had some a little bit earlier, and I did jot down um, a lot of creative stuff. But a lot of it was about <laughs> kindness and being and forgiveness and love, love, love. I mean, this stuff is some powerful, powerful herb. Um, but it's also, um, and you could sleep on it. It's good. It's, it's good. It's not, I mean, I think Sour Diesel is my brand for life. Um, and then CBD. I have to say, I wish I had some more CBD. I'm really bummed that I didn't bring all that stuff back from Michigan. But um, let's see. Let's try this. I have the glass chillum with the awesome um, Space Invader uh, graphics on the side. And I got a new lighter from this great dispensary. I got to tell you all about the Cannabis Cup in Michigan. So the last two weeks, the last episode, I did the live from the Cannabis Cup. And I think I gave you some breakdown of it. And we had the interview to Danny Danko. Shout out to Danny Danko, John at High Times, my man Aldo. There's a whole crew over there that was awesome that made my Michigan run so sweet. But I really bounced back hard. It was hard. It took me a few days. I think I'm still tired from all of that because I went right into, I ended up hosting not hosting, performing on shows with Tracy Morgan at Caroline's in Times Square this past weekend. I did one, did Thursday one show, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, one show uh, Monday. So I did six shows with Tracy Morgan at Caroline's. All of them sold out pretty much. But I think Thursday there might be a few, but I think his tickets are like 50 or $75. They're like ridiculous. And Caroline's is set, is right there in on 40, 
8th Street. It's right in the middle of Times Square. It's literally, if you, every main shot of the ball dro drop, like that is right there. You're on that block. Um, and it's a great spot, man. I have to say, I do love performing stand-up comedy at Caroline's. I mean, I'm going over to Brooklyn today. Tonight, I'm at this place called Halyards in a show called Bitches Brew. If you're ever in Brooklyn, or if you're in Manhattan, I would definitely check out Caroline's. Or if you want to see a headlining big-time show, if you want to see, like, a Brooklyn, you know, up-and-coming, maybe some writers and uh, low, a little bit more low-key, I am playing tonight at a place called Halyards in Park Slope, and the show is called Bitches Brew from the Miles Davis album. So I guess it's still politically correct because it is one of the greatest albums in jazz history. <laughs> and it's called Bitches Brew. Um, but there's a good story about that. Like the girl that influenced Miles Davis to do Bitches Brew was this chick who was like in all these different funk bands and dated Jimi Hendrix and kind of totally changed. And when she dated... Miles Davis it totally changed his sound, his sonic, uh, just the way he looked at music. I think that's when he started putting a wah-wah pedal on his, uh, on his trumpet. But I don't know that much about jazz. I know some stuff about jazz. And I will say, I don't want to ever be like a snob or a music snob, but sometimes it's, it's nice to listen to different tones and textures throughout the day. I mean, you can listen to Led Zeppelin and Beastie Boys and rock all day, night. But eventually, it, you know, like anything, it kind of gets stale. So I, I do like to mix it up. And I, and, um, I put, like, I, when you do IG movies, like, I, I, I put, like, some of my quick, like, Brooklyn shows that, you know, isn't crazy door deals if or I'm just on a showcase. I'll put, I like to put those on IG uh, movies or, f what is that fucking thing where you just flip through the thing where it's like it only, it's their Snapchat stolen item. Yeah, this stuff is uh, super relaxing. Yeah, Kush is a heavy, heavy indica, so we might have to uh, do some jumping jacks during this one. But man, I did taste that. The taste of Kush is just so good. And then um, the taste and the smell is so distinctive. It's a very pine-like taste. And... Like I said, it, and some of it can be super strong and cushy, but I, you know, I, like I said, I'm more of a diesel guy, but <clears throat> I did get some vitamins for this episode. <laughs> I wanted to get some CBD. I was looking around for some good CBD. I have to say, like in Michigan, I had so much CBD. I should have just put it in my bag. I had all these gummies of CBD, and I have to say, I'd like to have those all the time to get my chakras all in line, dude. Um, but I did pick up some great vitamins um, for my heart. I did, I'm taking care of myself. Like, I'm just getting kind of, I'm zenning out. Um, I ended up working last minute for Tracy Morgan, so I made, a, I made some money that I didn't expect. So I re-upped on my vitamins. Now, I'm going to give you right now, everything's about the heart, my man. The heart, love, forgiveness. Uh, kindness, everything's about the heart. You got to pump blood through your heart. 
and nobody knows where the electricity comes from that elect that makes the heartbeat go. That's the trippy thing. Um, but this, my man Tommy, this dude that cuts my hair is this old Italian cat that's been in Brooklyn literally since the 50s, and he's cuts. He's just, it's an old barbershop in my old neighborhood, and I went to another barbershop, and he fucked up my head. Hardcore. If you, have, if you guys know me, my hair is really funky. It's frizzy, it's curly. Um, yeah, my mom was Swiss and German, and my dad was full-on Virginian redneck. I think I'm like, if you go way, way back, I mean, Cantrell's go back to, like, the Mayflower and shit, but, uh, but uh, I think when it goes back, I've never done my heritage that. It's Irish and English. Um, <clears throat> but I got this crazy frizzy hair. And this dude, Tommy, who it was in a, just a small barbershop in my old neighborhood, but he'd been there. It was his dad's barbershop. The barbershop had been there since the 40s. And this guy took it over. I would say he's like in the 60s, 70s. He's got a good head of hair. And he always cuts my hair good. Um, it's in Brooklyn Heights. It's called the Cutting Den, and he actually cut Truman Capote's hair. And actually, and I've just known this over the years. And you pay in cash, and I've, it's just an old school barbershop, man. And he's good, but now he's so good, he takes Mondays off and takes, I think, Wednesdays off. He's only in there like three days a week. I can never find him, and then it takes me like five stops on the subway to get to him. And I went to the dude in my neighborhood, and the dude just fucking took everything off, like, pretty much gave me a buzz cut, you know, and didn't take any of my notes uh, for real. I'm not saying that, I, yeah, and it just bummed me out. I didn't mind it. I was like, okay, I'll just take this one for the team, and I made him cut it as short as possible because I wanted it to grow out even. But Tommy hooks up my head, man. He knows how to cut it, and he knows that I'm a comedian. And I always tell him, like, dude, I don't want a buzz cut. I don't want a thing that looks like I'm working an office. <laughs> you know, the thing about comedy is, like, I just never wanted an office job or to have that face. I mean, or that just tone, you know. Um, a lot about life and art is about completely being yourself and finding a profession you can be yourself in. That's why I liked comedy and cannabis kind of went together. When I did a sales job, I had to fake the funk and, you know, and you're in this weird office space. But, you know, I just think the times are changing. I mean, New York almost went legal. You know, it makes me bum out that it didn't go legal. It was very close. And as we said on the last podcast, Danny sensed it. Um, and, and the tide was high with, amongst the marijuana activists in the Northeast corridor uh, about legalization. Like Massachusetts, it's already gone. And around the Boston area, it's pretty open. And it's definitely been decriminalized in a lot of these areas. Uh, but there was, like, there was a law almost for full-on legalization in New York. And uh, it almost went through, but it didn't. But it made me think that maybe I should be a little bit more activist-driven. But I have performed shows for normal, and I've marched, in, and I've participated in a lot of legalization events. But, uh, and, but I've also tried to take my head out of politics because 
with the ongoing news cycle of today and I think social media, it's just like, it's just too much data. You know, a lot of it comes down to data control and data, data analysis and data storage. But I will say the human body is a temple and an amazing thing and, and I'm excited. I got, okay, so Tommy, my dude that gave me my haircut, this guy's just told me he took this trip in Italy and he also told me the best Italian place in Staten Island. You just take the ferry over there and you go to the right. He has the name of it. <clears throat> and I should have wrote it down. Uh, but I don't want to give all away his secrets. But one of the secrets he did give me was about vitamins. Like he said his eyes almost went blind or something. About getting older and you just got to take care of yourself. I just talk about taking care of myself a lot. And daycare. I think it all comes from my mom. And taking vitamins and drinking enough water and sleep. But as you go old, grow older, especially in your 40s and 50s, that's what it's mostly about, <laughs> is maintaining everything. I gotta take a big slug of water. But he gave me the prescription. He said, this is what the first responders took. The vitamins that they were prescribed by the super doctor are the people that, I don't know if it was the first responders, I can't say that. The people that were, he just said it, in passing, the people that work down, and he knows a lot of firemen and uh, police guys, and he knows a lot of doctors. He just this is a man, he's the barber, so he knows everybody. But he said 100 milligrams of COQ10, and this is like a heart vitamin, and it's 100 milligrams of that, and then uh, vitamin E, 400 of vitamin E and vitamin E is for good for your skin and your eyes and uh, And then a thousand milligrams of vitamin C. So I just took that but he said that's what The doctor told that was like the recipe if you're gonna work down in the World Trade Center You had to do this you really had to prep yourself to be in those toxic environments so um yeah, I did my vitamins today, I stretched, um, and I also ate a burrito right before this thing. But he gave me that, so that's, that's a vitamin regimen I'm trying to stay. I fell off of it, I fell off of the fish oil. I was going good with vitamins, like, the thing about vitamins, I think, this is just me, and I, everybody has their own boat, and you gotta just test your own vibe, and not everything is right for you. You like Bruce Lee says like a lot of it. It's just like you got to go through it and then just take what works for you. Now this in my 46 years works for me or what I'm trying out right now is vitamin E, COQ10 for your heart. So this is all hard stuff. And I guess it goes back to not eating as much meat. I have been eating. I mean... I don't want to be called a vegetarian at all because I do fuck up some chicken and I'm going to make some chorizo. I can't ever pronounce that word right, but I'm going to make some quesadillas, uh, quesadillas um, this weekend um, and I'm going to get some chorizo sausage and I'm going to hook that up, man. I'm going to kill these quesadillas like you don't even know. I'm going to make the guac like you don't even know. I'm going to get lemons and limes and uh, cilantro and avocados, but I just ate a big burrito. Man, I'm running, I'm not running on empty, but I'm running with a full tank of gas, but it's almost like it really is a full <laughs> tank of gas because I got this like 
super coffee. I don't even know what this. They sell this was a four dollars for a little half a can. This is like a 50 cent can of Coca-Cola. And these dudes are selling it for $4. Yo, this better be a good glass of coffee. But guess what? It is. As soon as I tasted it, I tasted the quality, you know. Quality, there's something to say about quality, you know. And I have to say that the blue bottle bright is high quality coffee, as well as the strain. But I got this lighter, Church, which was like the number one leading um, cannabis company in the Michigan Cannabis Cup in Clio last week. They had the biggest booth. Like, it was a two-story booth. And that's where I was sitting up watching Too Short. And, uh, and Busta... I don't, I, did I see the Busta... No, I, said, I saw the Busta Rhymes from the, from the, from the, from the field. Well, I was like right up front. I was seeing him do the scenario song. That was fucking awesome, man. Um, but then, yeah, I ate this big ass burrito, but it was a portobello mushroom burrito with no cheese, no sour cream. And I made him give me extra hot sauce. A lot of with Mexican food, it's about the sauce, you know? A lot of it, and they have that, they had this like creamy red almost orange, almost bright orange, dark, maroony like sauce that's great to dab and it's super spicy. I think it's made with a really super pepper and a cream sauce. And then they had this like really green lime uh, cilantro type sauce and I asked for that. But the burrito was $9 and that bummed me out. Um, because I do remember, the thing about San Francisco when I lived there, shout out to Taqueria Cancun on Mission Street, uh, the original Chipotle, man, Chipotle just took this whole style and I found it there in San Francisco. I didn't find it, so it's been, it was there for like 60 years. But it was just some bomb-ass taquerias in this bomb-ass Mexican neighborhood of San Francisco, the Mission District, and they also had a lot of good performance art spaces and probably the best if you want to drink at a dive bar then had some of the best dive bars and then there was an awesome little park right next to it that got the best sunshine Dolores Park um but Taqueria Cancun but you can roll in there with four dollars and get a vegetarian burrito that a veggie burrito is rice beans avocado in salt in their sauce there it would be their pico de gallo uh and you can get probably sour cream on there if you want but uh they that cost you 350 and then if you were balling out like let's say you had seven dollars you get the horchata dude you're fucking talking about a 20 dollar meal here in new york and that was just the way it was down there i know i think it's still that way but I remember going to like the first Chipotle in LA and I would say this would be in 2003. I remember going and being like, oh, this is kind of weird or yeah, it's nice, um, but it's only here. Like, I don't know if it's gonna take off. And then all of a sudden, it, that thing is bigger than McDonald's. Cause the burrito is just the perfect, it's like, oh, you like food? Well, here's the bag that the food is in and you can eat it too. <laughs>
<laughs> you can just chomp right down on the bag. Okay, we're gonna put all some food in this bag, and then we're gonna give you the bag, and then you just eat the bag with all the food in it. And the burrito is a masterpiece. The burrito is almost perfection. It is pretty much close to food perfection as you can get. <laughs> if you're looking for health and, oh man. It's, uh, but I guess the tortilla is flour and it's kind of like wet bread. But it, damn, is it good. Um, and so is this coffee, this bright, bright. Uh, it's a good day. It's a great day. And I've, I've been blessed with a lot of work, a lot of great work. Um, I've been working out the last couple days. I've been went to the gym. I fell off for a week, started eating bad, but I've been on the, I've been picking up just straight up walnuts, like things of walnuts. I've been pickling. I took my pickle juice and I put a bunch of kale in there, yo. And I pickled some kale and I made avocado toast with that shit. And it was good. Um, that was been the last, the last few days I haven't been eating meat. I guess that's what I've been saying. But I am gonna get I am gonna fuck up some chicken this weekend. But I worked out the last today and I today is a little funky. I was gonna work, I had to do a couple things, work out, but I the last two workouts I hadn't worked out in like a maybe like five days. But I have been stretching or meditating. Like the full gamut, and I did the full gamut yesterday was wake up, but I even missed some stuff was uh, stretch, meditate, workout, write. That's the, f that's, that's the zen right there. That's the zen is, and, but it takes a lot of the day. I do it, but you know, even my workouts as short as they are, like yesterday, I went down there, this was my other move. I just, instead of going to the elliptical, I went to the rowing machine. I went right to the rowing machine. It was wide open. And I didn't have the lock on me. I just walked right into the gym, jumped on the rowing machine. Because um, I always stretched when I was at home. I like to stretch at home and then go to the gym. Because I don't like stretching. There's never any room. New York gyms are so crowded. But there was nobody on the rowing machine. I just did the rowing machine for 22 minutes. And that was it. And then I did nine pull-ups <laughs> and then i walked out but i did the room and then the next day i went on the super elliptical ski joint uh that's kind of like uphill cross-country skiing it feels like but i do like it and it runs smooth um i did 22 minutes on that thing the other day so i did two days of workout uh, i definitely meditated the meditated the last two days I definitely stretched the last two days. Today, I stretched and I ate a burrito and now I'm doing a podcast and drinking this really amazing blue bottle iced coffee bright is what it's called. And I have a glass <coughs> chellum of Kush finely ground in my little metal grinder that I've had for years and years and years that I've pretty much grinded everything in it. But I do think that it's kind of like the good frying pan or <laughs> um, something that you do something over and over again, like it has its, uh, it's just worn in well. Um, it knows what it's doing, so it, man. Uh, but th this herb was so good when I grinded it, it just kind of stuck together. It's very fresh. 
Um, and this coffee is just amazing. And I'm having a blast doing this podcast. And uh, I do want you to write on the comments and like if you... Please, please, please on, uh, on what is it, iTunes and Spotify. Put it on a playlist or two. I don't know if you could put podcasts on a playlist or not. But last weekend was a dope, man. I got to uh, work at Caroline's, which is the Cadillac of comedy clubs in New York City. It's like the comedy club in Times Square. Um, it's mostly, it's a weekend headlining room. It's one of the first rooms I ever played in New York. I remember bombing there. <laughs> uh, but that was like 10, 15 years ago. Now, I know that room like the back of my hand, and I've done a lot of shows there, a lot of fun, fun shows there, especially on the weekend. But this was with Tracy Morgan, and it happened Thursday. I got the call <clears throat> that he wanted me to come through, and I came down there on Thursday to shows Thursday, Friday, two shows all sold out. I met this NBA player, um... So, yeah, and what he played for the New York Knicks and the Portland Trail Blazers. Enos, I believe his name is. Um, but he was nice. Um, yeah, Ennis Cantor. I met that dude. He was cool. Uh, yeah, this dude. Yeah, he's a Swiss-Turkish dude. Maybe he knows about blue bottle coffee. I don't know, man. Um, I will say Italy. I was talking to my bar barber, Tommy, who told me about the 9-11 uh, fireworkers um, taking these vitamins. Um, he, he just took a trip to Italy, man. We were just talking about the coffee there and just the espresso machines. I'm so excited. My vision for this podcast is, you know, video, visual, and getting into, like, grinding the coffee, talking about the coffee, chilling out, studio space. I'm still talking to a few film producers and film people and just friends that I've known over the years that can get involved with this project. The thing is, is that I'm doing it weekly. I'm editing it. I'm making the beats. I'm enjoying the beats. Let me know which ones you like, which ones you like best. Comment, share. Uh, pass the dochi on the left hand side. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, like, share, subscribe, pass the joint around. Um, grind the herb up from the ground. Rockin' rhymes, we do it all the time. Yeah, it's the cannabis coffee time with every day. No, it's a weekly. Watch out, it's not that geeky. It's just me. Talking and drinking coffee, smoking some herb. Now back up off me. 45 minutes or 49. I put some beats on it, then it runs down the line. We're talking herb, not cocaine. But let me tell you, sometimes it goes in your brain. And then you spit and talk and rap and freestyle. Oh yeah, this is not the Green Mile. This is Rob. I'm rocking this rhyme. I hope I ended right on time. How much time have I done? I've done 35 minutes. It's just begun. All right, that's enough of that. <laughs> but I do like that whole idea of freestyling and activating your brain. And I think a lot of that has to do with cannabis as well. 
is like the idea of using your brain or firing your neurons because I do think life can get numb and get like callous and get like um, if you don't stretch out the joints, man. Uh, if you don't smoke the joints. But sometimes uh, you got to take a break. But it does taste so great. Mm, the coffee does too. Oh, but the shows at Caroline's were just so dope. Um, so much fun. And the shows in Michigan were so much fun. And if you saw me at Caroline's and uh, gave me a shout out, you guys were awesome. It was a really a New York in tourist crowd, in mainstream crowd. It was it was a little bit of everybody. And the place was sold out. Um, but tonight I'm at Halyards, and then I'm gonna be in California in July, and hopefully back in Michigan in July. Uh, I had a, so much fun in Clio. I did dig. I love uh, Michigan. Um, during the summer, just, I don't know, there's a, New York's dope, but there is a point where, you know, like, oh, I gotta, it's just nice to travel, it's nice to get out of town, it's like, it's nice to change things up, because when you do come back, you appreciate it more. Um, appreciation, a lot of that is the key to life, and sending it out is just appreciating the moment, you know. Because that's really all you got. You could say you got this, you got that. But all you got is this moment, you know. And you want to make the most of it. And you want to, uh, I don't know, I love being creative and I love doing this podcast. Uh, I got these new Air Force Ones. I needed to reach out to this dude I met in Michigan. Oh, there he is. Um, he had designed Air Force Ones. Uh, Darwin, my man in Michigan from Cannabinoid Creations. Cannabinoid Creations. We are CB different. Yeah, he was designing Air Force Ones. He said he would design me a pair because I think he saw I was wearing some. They just have a great soul, uh, the Air Force Ones. It's just big and thick. That's what I like to it. Um, I'm excited about getting some plain t-shirts. I got too many t-shirts that has writing on it. And then when you have a shirt with writing on it, somebody's always gonna make some remark or you gotta just engage. And sometimes you don't wanna engage. And uh, I just want some, but I want some sharp colors. I don't want some drabness. No drabby drab. I need something that pops. Like a nice uh, orange or red or blue. Colors are dope. <laughs> Uh, yeah, shout out to Michigan and all the cannabis people I met out there, man. Those shows were amazing. Uh, hopefully the videos are going to come out in the next few weeks. I talked to High Times and that's what they said. So we'll see how that all plays out. And then <clears throat> check out my PMA series. I've been organizing my films on, uh, on my YouTube. I have a great YouTube station. I'm not saying great, but I have had it early. And I got eight hip-hop joints and we're almost at the point where i'm going to release these videos and then i'm going to chop some stuff up and slap it up on instagram that's what people are doing chop it up and slap it up on instagram make a million grams um but the, the <laughs> instagram and social media stuff is like a wear and tear on your psyche man 
it's just a lot of stuff being processed. And people are unplugging. I do know uh, a lot of millennials are, are complaining about being um, <clears throat> oversaturated with computers. So I do think CBD, that's the thing. I was worried about Kush because it's not really my brand and it does make me a little heady. So I wanted to get some CBD and all I got is like some CBD cream. But uh, I wanted some good tincture. But I, they sell it everywhere, but you just never know who has the right stuff. I almost, the lady at the one store, she was wearing a tie-dyed. So I should have taken that. And that was a drugstore. That wasn't even a head shop. And she said, she came up to me and was like, do you have any questions about CBD? <laughs> she almost did like fucking uh, Jerry Garcia dance, man. Uh, but yeah, I was like, I don't know. Cause I didn't feel like dropping 60 bucks on CBD right at the moment, you know, cause I was getting it free at the high times cannabis cup. Um, but the thing about New York legalization, I do think it's going to be more like what I heard was like, you're, you would be allowed to grow it, which I think is like the most beneficial to someone's pocket if they're going to use cannabis for the rest of their life, you know? Because I went to a dermatologist for the first time, and I went, I'm getting some shit done, man. Uh, I've got my toenails were just jammed up, man. I hadn't had a, I haven't had a pedicure in, I don't think, I only had maybe like one pedicure in my life when I was in Japan. I did, did do shows in Japan for the military. I did it for the Marines. I did a show over there in um and they were all young, and it was good crowds. There's a full military base in Japan. and uh, But they, I went to this one pedicure place with the other comics where these fish eat the dead uh, skin off the bottom of your feet, and it's the craziest feeling, man. And you just go to this place that looked like an aquarium. But it was like they do your feet, but I think first you dip your feet into the pool that chomp it out. But I went to this place called the Dashing Diva. It was 35 bucks in New York City. They're, it's kind of a chain that my wife goes to. Uh, but she saw my nails were just jammed up, man. I had some just fungus. I had a, couple, a bunch of just dark yellow, bad toenail, like literally some dinosaur bone shit going on in my toes. And they just hooked them up. It needed to get done, man. Uh, and I'm also taking the vitamin E because of that. I do know, like, when I take vitamin E, dude, your cuticles are looking fresh. You got <laughs> right now. I I got some foggy mirrors in my cuticles. You want you want you want you want fresh, clean cuticles. Um, and that's what the vitamin E will do. Uh, that's why I dig it. Uh, in my looking at my ferns been dealing with these plants had all these gnats in it and i looked up like organic way to get these uh gnats i mean it's oregano and basil i'm getting psyched i got this herb like oregano and basil plants and i can't wait to go out and get some fresh tomatoes and get some fresh you know what you can get here is fresh mozzarella i said i don't know about italians man italy my man was talking about man they just do coffee right they do food right um, it's just really, really fucking rich and good and vibrant. Because uh, you can get really good mozzarella cheese in Brooklyn. 
and fresh mozzarella. And that's not even the good stuff. I've been hearing about some other good cheese. I've been hearing about these good mushrooms. Um, but I don't know that much. I know portobello. I'm just getting hip to, like, portobello mushrooms. But mushrooms, those things get deep, man. Especially the ones in, that are becoming legal in Colorado. I can't wait to take this show out in Colorado. I love this show so much. Um, but like I said, I, I have been keeping up. Not to pat myself on the back, but I've been keeping up doing this show weekly. And I edit it, and I do the beats, and I promote it. And, um, you know, it is what it is. It's a lot of fun, but I got to get some coffee, got to get some herb, got to get got to get about an hour here talking to you that is somewhat uh, listenable to, to listen it. You can listen to it. Uh, but I know you can listen to it, I because I do listen back to these things, and I'm like, I like this. Um, and I'll, I, I end up getting sucked into them. So I know, I know there's a lot of fans that are too. But I've been doing a lot, so I haven't been able to maybe do some of the business in the back end and finding the sponsors. But uh, that shouldn't be a problem. I'm meeting so many people in the cannabis industry, and the cannabis industry is, is exploding right now. And so is the coffee industry. I mean, my vision is definitely like a studio, maybe like in a warehouse somewhere where it's just a barren room where I do have, like, bags of coffee, and I can get a, uh, I could probably do this in a coffee machine, <laughs> a coffee place, but I know a dude's apartment, an espresso machine, and try out different espressos, try out different drinks. I almost got some horchata today. I was, this is almost an horchata episode, but we, you know, I just had to hit you, we went, we went, blue, I think I'm going to call this episode Blue Kush, uh, because it's just, we're having a bright blue bottle coffee in a classic. This weed is so good. Like, I packed this one bowl. I think that this one bowl lit me up for this whole episode. Um, let's see. There's still more in here. I just blew all that smoke out of my nose, like Rostov, Peter Tosh style. Um, that's the thing about this herb is like, I just did a huge hit. I thought the bowl was clear, but it's like, it's so gummy, so good. Yeah, the Kush is just, it, it, there's, it's almost like the top shelf strain, and it's almost too good. <laughs> And you don't need a lot. That's the thing about it. It's not like the best joint rolling. But nowadays in San Francisco and California, just around the world, I mean, people ingest a lot of cannabis. And, you know, people that do dabs and stuff like that. Um, smoking a joint of this ain't that big of a deal. Um, I'm excited where all the cannabis is going. <laughs> and, uh, and how everything's kind of going to, you know, I just think people are going to be more mindful or peaceful, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, but I'm excited about the future and doing shows like in Colorado and doing shows in Northern California and doing shows in Southern California. I'm going to be out there in July. I actually am going to camp out in Big Sur I'm excited about that. I don't know if I'll do a podcast from there. I'm kind of 
doing my own thing when I'm out there, but I'll do definitely do some podcasts in San Francisco. I kind of like how I mixed in that man on the street. I kind of wish I did maybe some of that at the Tracy Morgan show or even last night. I, maybe I'll bring my microphone out. I kind of like doing that like quick remote, like five minutes. I thought the Danny Danko one really turned out great on the last episode. And so shout out to him, to our very first guest on the Cannabis Coffee Hour, uh, Mr. Danny Danko. Uh, he's the senior cultivation editor at High Times Magazine. And he was really busy that day. And it turned out really cool just hearing the background noise. And, you know, and it wasn't too long. And, uh, yeah, I had so much fun. I can't wait to see, get those videos out to you. Um, I can't wait to go to, back to Amsterdam. I should play Bloom Chicago. That's what I should look into. It's been a while since I've been to Amsterdam. And it's been 10 years. Oh, man. Time flies. And, uh, and I've been doing so much here in New York and, raise, and just keeping it all together. Um, and one of the things is just doing this podcast over and over. And this kind of gives me some regularity. I do like that, and it's feasible, like I know when it's done, it's in a capsule, it's in a compartment, and I'm doing it all myself, I'm doing this literally on my phone into a sure uh, lav mic, and then I pretty much just transfer the file via <clears throat> Google Drive um, to my GarageBand, chop it up with some funky beats, and then I serve it fresh. Just like blue bottle coffee that we're drinking today. Uh, this stuff is so strong. Like, I feel so um, caffeinated and cannabisized um, with so little. <laughs> and I had a great mushroom um, burrito, and then I do have shows tonight. So, but I do need to do some writing, and I may hit the gym. But I may not. I do think it's good to take a day off. You don't have to do, like, I don't know. You just got to watch yourself. And I've been going out, and then I, w I went out last night to see some friends. And then, uh, then I'm going out tonight. And then I just had that long weekend. And it's been rainy as heck. Something about rain and just the change of weather, like, your equilibrium gets a little funky and wonky. That's why I'm on these vitamins. <laughs> what else? I wanted to get my feet done. I want to go get some solid t-shirts. Um, but I'm feeling great. And I will recommend this. Uh, excuse me about that burp. I just tasted <laughs> the portobello mushrooms. Uh, I do need to get out to Colorado. And ch I mean, it's getting legal in Colorado mushrooms. I think a lot has to do with depression and CBD and anxiety. All of this stuff is, seems to be coming uh, forth in American culture right now. And I can't seem to get enough of this coffee, man. I mean, I'm not drinking it. It's almost so strong. It is cold brew. You gotta watch this stuff. But it is, they sell it just by the half a can. That's how strong, and I don't know if I can finish, like, if I fin, I still got, like, in my tumbler about three inches. I've drank about three inches, and it feels like pure, you know, it's pretty much the best. 
I don't know if it's the best, best. I've made some really good stuff. I have to say my homebrew is pretty good. But I did it this week with espresso beans. I did go to that Cost Cafe and they got great beans. And it's a place um, in Brooklyn near my apartment. And uh, they got great beans. And uh, But I got some espresso beans for some reason. I just smelled them and they smelled good and I made my own cold brew with the espresso beans. And it, it was, it's good, but it's not exactly what it should be. And it's definitely not this blue, I mean, I needed to make the cold brew with the regular beans, not the espresso beans. So if you're gonna make uh, cold brew, don't use the espresso beans. Definitely get a medium roast of regular beans or whatever roast you want. But uh, we're, I'm learning more about the whole locally sourced and getting more educated and I want to get more educated on this podcast but also you know make it loose and goofy and uh have fun with it definitely uh I do love doing the freestyles and uh I like doing the remote interviews and I do like the beats and uh I do like the coffee talk and the herb talk so I think we're going to end it on this I love you guys thank you for tuning in to another exciting addition to the cannabis coffee hour this is the blue kush episode uh blue bottle and super kush this is uh this was this was super pleasant super pleasant and enjoyable um and i hope you had a good time and rock on am i gonna really end it like that i don't know (laughs) how about um peace love Thank you.